We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Friday, championship game weekend. Kansas City, Cincinnati. San Francisco, Philadelphia. And the sad recognition that those four teams are so far and away better than the Jets and the Giants. We got lots of work to do. Lots of work to do because the gap is significant. The good news, though, is that what you learn by Kansas, by Cincinnati being there, what you learn by Philadelphia being there, more than any other team, is that you can be a bad football team and relatively quickly turn things around and get within a game yes. of the Super Bowl. Yes. And that's a lot. Of, that's good to see that. Yes, but usually. Now, the Niners. Like basketball where no. when you suck, you're going to suck for a while. Yeah, and if you're good, it's almost tough to be impossible to be great unless you have a great player. Uh, the one thing is the Niners are the exception here because they've gone through three quarterbacks this year, and the guy starting on Sunday was Mr. Irrelevant. Usually having the quarterback makes that process easy. The Jets do not have that quarterback. The Giants, they have that quarterback. I mean, the guy had a good year. Is he the guy that can get you to the next level? I don't know. Well, now, if you have 49er talent around well, you, yes. That's what I was going to say. But that's not easy, and right. that's the exception more than it is the rule. If you go through the teams that get to the Super Bowl over the last 25 years, you'll find those exceptions. They exist. I'm not saying they don't. They're rarer than the team that has that all-time yes. quarterback. If you put Daniel Jones on San Francisco, there's a pretty good chance they're in this game, too. But the San Franciscos don't come around that often. No, because you've got eight or nine legitimate pro bowlers, three or four likely Hall of Famers on that team. It's a loaded roster. Yeah, which again shows you, you get the right general manager, you can build a loaded roster. And it also shows you with what the Niners have done. Think about this, Craig. Think about all the fire because I always hear, oh, first-round picks, you mortgage your future. You can't trade first-round picks. can't do it for Aaron Rodgers. Let's add up the first-round picks the Niners moved for Christian McCaffrey and Trey Lance. The pick capital they've given up over the last couple of years. It's a lot. Yes. It's, and it's it for a quarterback that doesn't play yeah. and a running back. Remember, not a premium position? Yeah, he's pretty special, though. By the way, those of you that are upset they're not as honest and why, I'm happy to tell you that UConn is beating Yale 4 nothing right now. In a very important hockey game. Here's uh, Larry in <laughs> Wontaw. Larry, good afternoon. How are you? Hey, doing, Craig? What's up, kiddo? Well, Craig, you were lied to up and down that interview, buddy. Okay. He he. As soon as you say sell the team, you're instantly thrown out of that building. 
I have thrown out people numerous times. You've thrown out people. Times. So you've done it. So if you say, sell the team, you get thrown yes. out of that building. You are thrown out of the That's building. That's ridiculous. Absolutely. I mean, not, 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 not you, sir, but that idea so, is ridiculous. I All right, well, give us yeah. a, obviously, you don't have to say which game or who the person was. Give us an, uh, a general example of what somebody did that where your walkie-talkie or your earpiece went off and someone said, hey, uh, Larry, section uh, 243, row 8, seats 3 and 4, out of the building. Give, give us an example. Yeah, I'll give you a perfect one. There yeah. was the one for the Bulls game. It was about two years ago, right? Right during COVID, right when COVID pretty much was over. Okay. So the guy was about three rows behind Dolan, and the whole time he kept on saying, sell the team, sell the team. And he was actually pretty patient with the guy. I was actually very surprised about that. And about four or five times into him saying it, here comes the radio call. Let's go over. I asked the guy to leave. The guy said no. We actually physically threw out of the building. <laughs> really? And, and you know it, what he would say, by the way? Yeah. Based on our interactions with him, he would say, well, yeah, there was vulgarities in it. It was, you know, it was harassment. No, absolutely not. No, I'm not. By the way, Larry, I don't know what the hell happened. I believe you. We got a reason yeah, not to. No, but that's what the I'm claim would be. No. Well, that's yeah. a problem. Yeah, yeah I mean, if that's happening uh, and you would know better than us because uh, we're not security guards and you're in the building far often than we are, yeah, that's a he, problem. I, I'll say this. He did not understand the point I made about why we say that about owners. He almost thought it was crazy to suggest why we say yep. a, an owner should sell. And I tried to explain it in right. my way because I've right. asked for owners to sell. Woody Johnson, Jeff right. Wolf, I couldn't understand it. Right. This, he didn't seem to get why that happens. And it's common. It's especially common with teams that don't win. Yeah. The whole thing with facial rec, yeah. it's not a bad thing if you use the right way. Sure, because in theory you could protect everyone else in the building if a bad person's yeah. walking in. That's right. Because there are a lot of bad people that come through that building. Right. Yeah, yeah I think, I you know what I think for. happened, and I really appreciate your insight, Larry, uh, because I'm a totally unaware of that, and obviously we didn't have an opportunity to ask that because I didn't know that. That being said, I think the bugaboo for a lot of people – starting yesterday or off the news stories about the facial recognition is all about that. And I think what he's right where, you know, facial recognition technology uh, and people using it, that's not the issue. It's how you use it. Bingo. It's how you use it. Now Who's if, at risk? If that... Because, you know, the old school days before technology, you know, you'd have a guy's picture, right? I know for a fact this is how casinos did it, for example. Where there'd be people banned from casinos, no. and there was no facial recognition technology, and security guys that were uh, employed to you know meander around the casino floor, you know, were given uh, 50 pictures every night. If you see this guy or gal, out. No. So it's just a an update version of that. Look, and it can be used for a lot of good, obviously. We know yeah. how. Terrorist watch list, of course. You're a criminal. You're a threat to people. I understand that. But... If someone says a guy or gal should sell a team, we're saying it because the team doesn't win. We're used to that around here. Okay? It's a common thing. Right. That should not, A, get you thrown out of a building, and it also should not be used against you when you try to re-enter that building seven weeks later. Right. I tell you what, it should be used at airports. Sure. Right? It should be used maybe at banks, things like that. Technology is a good thing. It's how it's used. Exactly right. But I think that, it beca that became like the bugaboo word, right? Eh, 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 facial wreck, facial wreck. Well, look, the, the lawyer thing. 
I think if we polled everybody, it's going to be the majority of people saying that's petty. It shouldn't happen. Maybe. But there's also going to be a lot of people who say, oh, I get it. I get his analogy, even though I disagree with it. I get that analogy. If someone's suing you, would you let them in your home? And that's just the difference. He views the garden as his home as opposed to a public trust, as a part of a Americana in New York City. Right. That, that's how he views well, he it. he kind of feels both. He, know, does, he doesn't feel as strongly about it being a public trust as he should or as you and I do. And right. most of the fans. And I most wish, yeah. owners view their team as. Uh, yeah, yeah. It would be funny if we, if we pulled it, you know, how, uh, how owners would respond to that if they're being honest. Like, I'll at least acknowledge he was honest about it. He could have easily said, of course I view it as a public trust. No, 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 hold on. Unless you think, I guarantee you, Hal Steinbrenner, Steve Cohen, Woody Johnson, John Mara, Joe Psy, John Ledecky, to a T. Every one of them would say public trust. Say it. Would they mean it? Uh, Do I have evidence that they don't? Uh, I have evidence that it doesn't with him, and he also didn't answer it that way, but I don't have evidence of Yankee Stadium or how Starboard are not acting as if it's a public trust. You want to talk about the spending? Is that the, the counter? No, I, that? I don't view the public trust part of it based on how an owner spends money on talent. No, I don't either. I don't think that's part of it at all, actually. I think the public trust part is, you know, understanding the connection a team has to the city, the importance it has to literally millions of people that live within, you know, 50 square miles of uh, the building, the stadium experience, the way you're treated there by the team, not even the prices. Uh, there's an expectation of what's my experience going to be like. Right. Uh, and I don't know how many of the owners are actually viewed as a public trust. I think, and I don't, I have never Dude. asked Hal Steinbrenner this, but I think Hal Steinbrenner views the Yankees as the Steinbrenners. Dude. Not as New Yorkers. Uh, and I don't know them to be factual. It's my gut. This is not like a perfect answer to this, but I asked this question. If any other franchise ownership group was being sued, would they keep people who work no. for that law firm out of the state? I would say probably not. Probably not. We've yeah. never seen evidence of it. Yeah, probably not. Yeah, I don't even know. Like They might be using facial technology. We don't even know it because they don't make a big deal about it. Right, or Who there knows? hasn't been a story created yeah. over how it's way, being. I'll, do, I'll give you another one. And again, I've never asked John Maurer this. You know, the New York Giants exist because of you know the, the Maurer family, right? There's a really good chance John Maurer, while respecting the fan base, of course, views the Giants as the Maurers. I think it's not as New York. Okay, so it's right? a fair point. I think it's different, though. Because, like you said, his grandfather founded them. Right. There's no, I mean, ultimately, there probably would have been a football team, but you get the point. All right, let, let's right. go through everybody else. And with a lot of these owners, there was more success before they walked through that door. Yes. James Dolan didn't find the Knicks or Rangers. No, no. Steve Cohen didn't found the New York Mets. George Steinbrenner didn't found the New York Yankees. No. Nope. And they were pretty good before he got there. Now, they had some lean times with CBS, Obviously. but go back earlier. Right. Like, all these organizations. And he only bought the Yankees because he couldn't buy the Indians. Right, 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 <laughs> right, right, right. Woody Johnson didn't found the Jets. He wasn't even close. And again, with right. a lot of these examples, these new owners haven't even had any success. Right. Mara's a little bit different. It's a, it's a Because different... they've won? No, because they founded the, the oh, family yeah, yeah. founded the team. Right. So I I could see the Maras, although they did sell half the team to the Tishes. Yeah. Uh, but I could see the Maras saying it's this is a, a Mara property, Look, not New York. Well, here's what I could also see. The Giants are the Giants because of that family. For sure they are. Yes. You know this as well as I do. The Knicks are not the Knicks. 
because of James Dolan. No, it predates uh, the Dolan The Yankees are not the Yankees because of Hal Steinbrenner. Even George, who I know gets a lot of love. Yes. Are you kidding me? No. He came in after they already won 20 championships. I right. mean, we that needs to be acknowledged. Yeah. And I think it is. Like, I wonder, like, Joe Sy, who I've never met, uh, does he view the Brooklyn Nets as another... You know, property in his portfolio that he owns. Here's all I, I'm I know. Picking at him, I'm just asking. Like we Here's all, all I know about Joseph Sy. And yeah. yeah, I give him a lot of money. I have said some things about him. I've never had an issue walking in a Barclays Center. Right. And before anyone makes a joke that no one goes, they basically sell no, out, every, sell out every game. I've not had an issue. And I appreciate that. I guess that's one small now, positive I for him. I can tell you that the previous administration of the Brooklyn Nets that all owned Barclays, Prokhorov, um, they made every employee go through this thing called Disney training. Mm -hmm. Apparently, Walt Disney Company has the best customer service training on the planet. I don't know if it does or doesn't, but people think it does. And they made every employee go through it because they recognize the importance, especially moving to a borough from New Jersey, and you get one shot, you had a first impression, all that stuff, which I buy into. They wanted that the experience, win or losses, you know, to the side, that the experience was amazing, top, top notch. And my experience at Barclays, I've never been there to a net game since I bought the team. But with the previous administration, they delivered on that pretty yeah, well. and that's great. I got no issue with that. But every fan in this city should feel okay walking into a building no matter what they say about the team, the GM, or the owner. Have because other owners thrown people out? For that reason? For, uh, you know, reasons that we might say, come on, man, like, Look, what are you doing? All I know is I have more of a pulpit being on the radio. Sure. I've said the I've you've said Joe Sy's the worst owner in New York. I've called for every every owner of my team to sell <laughs> yes. their team at one point. Yes, you have to a T. I've never had an issue. Now, am I giving them enough money where they say, "Ah, we'll take your money"? <laughs> maybe, maybe Jeff Wilpon said, "Hey, that moron's giving me this amount of money per year. Right. Say what you want, I don't care." Yeah. Here's uh, Andy in Hell's Kitchen. Andy, what do you got? Hey, how you doing? Good. You know, the Steinbrenner family had a long history of throwing people out of the stadium for having banners that said anything against Steinbrenner. Mm. Back in the uh, 80s when George was less popular? It was absolutely awful. We brought a banner to the stadium one time that said, pardon us, George, right after he had been pardoned by Nixon. Pardon us, George, <laughs> sell the good, Yankees. That's a good line. Pretty good. <laughs> and... And we were thrown out. And when we said, wait a second, this is a First Amendment right. You can't throw us out. They arrested us oh. and threw us in the clink downstairs in Yankee Stadium. Oh, come on. That is insane. And that's a witty it's banner, by the way. Hell of a job by you. That is a good banner. I'm, very creative. I'm, gl I'm, I'm, I'm glad you found it. I'm not sure if it's a First Amendment issue per se, but it's a very smart banner. Nobody would be it's using a... the same issue <laughs> yes. James Dolan would use, which yes. is, hey, this is my building. I don't like it. By Get the, way, the hell out. Uh, you know, it's funny you mention that. We always make fun of Philadelphia because in the bowels of Veterans Stadium, famously, there was a municipal court and a holding cell, usually for your know, drunks that got in fights and disorderly conduct and you know, public intoxication, that kind of stuff, right? I didn't know there was, that they, a, jail, there yeah. was a jail downstairs in the old Yankee Stadium, huh. and they put us in it, and then they wrote us a ticket for disorderly conduct, and when we showed up in court, no one from the Yankees showed up. The Yankees used the police and the court system to take people out of the stadium, and then they didn't fight it. So you wound up, so the ticket got squashed, uh, and you just uh, hassled, and that was it. 
And not then to, not we to. went back to the we went back to the stadium with the ACLU and brought the same banner. And Norman Siegel got the uh, Yankees to change their policy on banners huh. in the stadium because the ba- the stadium was then owned by the city of New York. Oh, that's oh, the other that's difference different. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so that's an interesting story. I never heard that before. Nor did I know that there is a uh, a lockup in the basement of Yankee Stadium. I wonder if there is now. <laughs> Pardon me. Right? Like, hey, what are you in here for, man? I held a hell of a banner that said, uh, bye, George. (laughs) That is insane. Look, there's a lot of, there was a lot of bad to George Steinbrenner. And I think all these years later, he's no longer with us. The Yankees have had great success. Sure. We celebrate the good. He was banned from the sport for multiple years. He hired a private investigator to find dirt on a player who played for his team. Yes. Like, yes, he did. When you think about that and you say it out loud and you imagine that happening in 2023, your brain explodes. Yeah. Uh, but it also proves the old adage that um, age, uh, poor health, and ultimately passing changes people's perspective on your life. Yeah. Well, you should for the better. And also to his credit, like, you, you never have a guy, pardon me, you never, you no, know, a guy passes away. No one goes, what a jackass. It's usually all the good things. Like, you try to remember him in a more romantic way. No, but I you know think, what I mean? I, I, no one's ever like, here lies Billy. What a scumbag. Well, have you, you know what I mean? I've seen some. Have you? <laughs> I think what's different, too, is that George was able to change the view of him. When he came back after the suspension, Gene Michael built this incredible team. Right. And he didn't mess with it. He spent money. He added players. The Yankees had success. And George turned himself into this beloved owner. So a lot of it is his credit, Gene Michael's credit. Baseball suspending him at the right time. But he was able to reinvent himself in the second half of that. Yeah, that's true, too. Part of it's age. And part of it is the fact that they won. Yeah, like in right? my generation, I'm 39 years old. I only know the good George. That's right. what I know. I shouldn't say part of it's because they won. All of it's because it's they all won. of it because they, they won. became a dynasty. But again. in my right. time growing up, I wanted George to own my team. If I was around in the yeah. late eighties, I don't know if I'd say that. But that's why I always say, like my two favorite owners, and I never met George Steinbrenner. Have met Jerry Jones, but don't know him obviously. Are Jerry Jones and George Steinbrenner? They're my two favorite owners. Uh, that I don't root for their teams. Of course, I'm a Yankee fan now, which is totally forgetting. Sure, sure. Uh, and that might change. That might not change in a couple months. We'll see. But because I always felt like, at any cost, whatever it took to try to put a winner on the field, albeit unsuccessfully a lot of years, I knew that my owner, if I was a fan of the Cowboys under Jones or the Yankees under George Steinbrenner, that I knew the guy that had the money, that was in charge of the franchise, was going to do everything in his power financially to make that team win. That That's where we are with Cullen, despite winning nothing. Yeah, that 100%. We view it, even after the Correa thing happened, hey, that guy's spending everything to just win. Right. Doesn't guarantee you win. Doesn't mean you're going to win. But he's spending at all costs. That's Which always why the Dolan situation's unique in that no one's ever questioned his financial exposure in trying to build a Ranger team and a Nick team into champions. It's but everything else. Well, yeah, and like no one's ever questioned his willingness to write a check. So what's interesting, and he he mentioned this when we were talking to him, he had a reputation for a long time, and he basically admitted it, that he would meddle, that he would get involved. Yep. The Carmelo Anthony trade comes to mind as, all right, Donnie Walsh, just send in uh, Timothy Moskov to make the deal. How about the fact that he admitted 10 years ago he would have gotten Donovan Mitchell? R- right, that's the right. point. So right now the Knicks, no matter what you think about this team, 
I don't get the impression the owner meddles. I mean, am I crazy? I don't get that impression. Because I think if the owner did meddle, Donovan Mitchell would probably be here, which you could argue is a good thing. But overall, I wouldn't want my owner meddling. I would want the guy you hire or the gal you hire to get the job done. And if they don't get the job done, they get fired. Right. Eventually, you've got to succeed. Eventually, you've got to win. And hopefully, that person hires the right person, which certain owners in this town haven't done. Correct. Correct. By the way, there's been a lot of losing in this town. A lot of losing. Yes. There are a lot of non-championship seasons in this town. Real quick, uh, I want to take Greg and Mountain uh, Gregor, what do you got, buddy? Hey, just wanted to say you guys did a really good job with Dolan. And, uh, you know, he should probably do some more interviews because they kill him in, in the media and in the news and everything else, you know. But he actually sounded pretty cool. Okay. And the way, you know, the way he expressed himself, you know, he is flying at a higher level than us. So, you know, maybe that's why there's a difference in opinion as to, you know, what we see and what we say and et cetera, you know. Right. But... Uh, that's it. I just thought you guys did an excellent job. You were professional. You did a great job. All right, we appreciate that very much. Uh, that's nice of you to say. Uh, 877-337-6666. Carton and Roberts on the fan. We'll uh, give you some football picks coming up at 6 o'clock. And as you uh, want to derive the conversation that way, by all means, as we are finally a championship weekend, two weeks away from Super Bowl 57. But, of course, on the heels of the only radio interview uh, James Dolan uh, is going to do uh, maybe for the rest of this year. Uh, a lot of people have a thought on it, and we certainly take that good at bad or indifferent. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's Carton and Roberts on the fan. WFAN, WFAN-FM, and WFAN.com. Your boy had a hot and cold well, day. First of all, who's my boy? Your boy is uh, the greatest producer in this building, Thomas Lugauer, uh. who uh, I'm all in on now. He's had a great like four to six month run. Today was a hot and cold day for him. Hot and cold. He uh, produced uh, James Dolan in studio, so you give him credit for that, out producing everybody else here in the building, but he failed to deliver on a staple of the show. The Prince Street Pizza Friday. Yeah. And you and I both starved ourselves today. On purpose. Waiting for the sausage round pie and the pepperoni square pie. Yeah, and the reason I did it is because tonight after the show, I, you know how I play basketball lately? <laughs> yeah, I play basketball. I'm bringing the kids. Yeah. So there's going to be like a lesson we're going to play. And I figured let me carve up with some pizza before I play. And so my whole night, Craig, has been completely thrown off kilter. I'm a mess now. And it's all because of Thomas Jefferson Lugie. All because of him. 
And I know you're a mess, too, because you rely on that pizza. I need that pizza. You need that pizza. I want that pizza. I need that pizza. Yeah. Good job, Tommy. I, th- I, th- I think he's trying to get the pizza right now. I mean, now. it's 530. I know. The pizza, the pizza's out for the and day. I, I could have sworn, sworn walking out yesterday. I was like, okay, but we'll do pizza uh, Friday early tomorrow. Wait, right. That's what I thought. Well, where is early? Yeah, he's no, the this, guy. Is, uh, this is not early. By the way, I, I delegate. Yeah. And about a year and a half ago, uh, my friends who own Prince Street Pizza were kind enough to say, we got you every Friday, all good. Right? I delegated to my man, and he's never missed a Friday. So I think he spent all his time uh, taking care of booking uh, that guest, James Dolan, that he uh, he let this one slip to the cracks a little bit. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to accept it. Are you? Oh, yeah. You're not hungry? Nah, the kind gentler Craig is going to say, you know what, that kid's doing his best. He's still a great producer and becoming a very close friend. Who the hell are you? See? Well, he, he knows Marshan's coming this, out with Craig. an article. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants this Craig on the radio. <laughs> Nobody wants that. Nobody wants that. Brett's in New York City. Brett, what's good, Cookie? Hey, Craig Evans. Thanks for taking my call. Um, I want to thank one of the previous callers for bringing up a point about how the facial recognition tech is being used. I am actually that good friend that he referenced. I've been targeted by the facial recognition. Really? Now, walk, a, walk us through it. What happened? So I walked through security. The uh, metal detector's there. Typically, that's where they approach me. It's usually one security guard, sometimes a group of them. Um, they ask for my ID. They let me know that they know who I am. Uh, they, I guess they just want to confirm that. Well, well first I of all, who, who, like. who are you? Like, what happened in, in the past at the garden that is causing this? Sure. Uh, it was a simple Facebook comment. There's actually a Substack article that's been making the rounds that discusses my experiences. Mm-hmm. Posted on the JD and the Straight Shot, Jim Dolan's band's Facebook page, sell the team. Uh, those three words. That was it. I'm sell assuming, the team. That was it. Sell the team. That was it. I'm assuming that's the reason because I've never actually been told that's the reason and I don't have any other incidents um, or any other comments on social media. And it obviously never never happened to you. It obviously never happened to you prior to that Facebook post. So I think you can, you know, smoke and fire it. Okay, go ahead. So now you're in the building. They identify you as, hey, we know who you are. And then what happens? Well, I ask, um, you know, how do you know that? They let me know it's the facial recognition technology. Uh, They... Just simply let me know that they are aware that I am in the building. They will be monitoring me throughout my stay there. Um, Sometimes it's a little bit more, I'd say, intimidating than that. Sometimes they bring over uh, several security guards when I attempted to just question it because they've never given me a a true reason why I'm being stopped. So give me me an example. If If you're sitting at a game and if even if you take understandable paranoia out of it, and you look over your shoulder one way or the other way, will you notice uh, security guards specifically eyeballing you, or is it something different? I have noticed that, yes. Got it. And But they, they've never I'm kicked not, you I out, correct? I'm that it's about me, but they've... they've I got you. That's, what I, said. I said, that's why I said take paranoia out of it, because I'd be paranoid for sure. But like, I guess the issue now, so it's two issues here, right, Evan? It's one, you've never actually been kicked out of the building, correct? Correct. You've not, correct. Be, you've not been banned from the building, correct? As far as I know, no. All right, so your experience is that you've been made to feel uncomfortable in the building. Is that fair? Yeah, in fact, the first time that this happened, I was with uh, my parents at a John Mayer concert for my mother's birthday. 
Jeez. And someone approached you once you came in through the metal detector. Hey, uh, Brent. Yeah, that instance was by the ticketing where they scanned I got the you. Tickets. I almost want to. You sound like a nice guy. I almost want to invite you to sit with me on the Chase Bridge. So you can so experience I can, it? Well, so I'd I can be see happy what, to. Yeah, no, I'm serious. So you, you're a big Nick fan? Yes, I am. All right. Do you hate the Nets? Yeah, you know, like make a lot of witty comments on no one cares. Is see, that your thing? Here's, here's what's interesting, though. Uh, honest, <laughs> you can do it. But here's what's interesting. I love my team. I, that's fine. I'm busting your balls. Here's what's interesting about that. Yeah. All right. You are now a known quantity. You'd never met uh, James Dolan prior, I don't think, right? No, I never met. No. All right. You go no, to games. They obviously probably know where you sit now, right? Because you acknowledge you're a season ticket holder. Would they be smart enough to recognize? Hmm, why is Evan Roberts now sitting with a guy on our list? Right, our black uh, book. So, was that going to put me on a black no. list? No. So, being smart, Brett goes to the game with you. Nobody says anything. Yeah, but you know what? I would and do this. It's like, what are you guys talking about? I would about? do this differently, Brett. And I'm serious, by the way. You can get his email address. All right, hold on a um, second. I'm, I'm serious. I'll take him to If it sounds like a nice guy, I'm kidding about the net. Whatever. We'll talk basketball. We go separately. I'll send them my ticket. Right, because you understand or, what I'm saying, right? Yeah, no, no, but we're not, we're not showing up together. I don't know the guy. He's going to get him the ticket. He's going to walk upstairs and sit next to me. It's so not going to be like I'm walking in with him. You're running the old Duke and Duke scam here. Well, it's not a scam. Not it's a scam. Societal I, test. I want to know what he sees. <laughs> yeah. Because I trust him. He sounds like a trusting guy. If I'm sitting next to him, yeah. I, I want to see what he goes through. By the way, do you have any interest in going even higher to that? How do you describe it? The spider thing, whatever it's called? <laughs> no. You don't want to go. Up high enough. You wouldn't want to climb up a catwalk to be at the top of the building looking down. I'm already at the top of the building. Imagine being even higher. That would be crazy. I couldn't do it because I have a fear of that. You know what I'm going to do? I know the exact game I'm going to take him to, too. But I'm not going to say anything because I don't want it to be out there. It's going to be private. Just me and Brett. Yeah. I don't want to publicize the date, but I know the game I'm going to take him to. And I can't wait. See, I got a friend. I just made a friend through the radio. Look at this. Evan Roberts now has a legitimate friend. And I want to see. Because I believe him. I don't think he has any reason. I don't think he's lying about it. So while I acknowledge there's a possibility that they don't do it to him that night, like I don't want to be naive. If they see him sitting next to me and somehow know who the hell I am, but I'm doing a science experiment. Uh, we've got a situation. We've got uh, Black Book number 143 uh, sitting next to a friend of the garden, uh, Evan Roberts. How do we handle there, Roger? Uh, hmm. Kick them both out. <laughs> okay. Uh, I better be careful with game I pick then. That's right. <laughs> I'm not yeah. taking him to Nets Knicks because I can't be kicked you out. You ain't going to Knicks Lakers. <laughs> It's coming up. It's next week. Yeah, see, that would be, you know, it, sometimes you have these arguments where it comes down to semantics, right? He didn't lie to us. The guy didn't get kicked out. Guy didn't get banned. But the guy was made to feel uncomfortable. That's not right. Not right. That's not right. Especially, and look, this is the other avenue here. Was it simply sell the team? Which I expressed to Dolan. I understand why people feel that way. I yeah. feel that way. Like, we as fans are passionate. And you don't have to agree with the take on this guy should sell the team, but you at least have to understand why we say it. It's not personal. I have no personal animosity towards Woody Johnson. I don't know the guy. Right. All I know is they've sucked no, you've animosity for decades. towards the owner, yes. not the person, Right, if that makes sense. Yes, to the to the success. Because they all might be lovely people, charitable, giving you and I, we get, and the fans... We get ticked off at the owner. We don't consider him the, as a person. He's the owner. Bring us a championship. Now, damn it. I won't 
acknowledge or publicize when I take Brett, but after it happens, I'll let you know. Yeah, of course you. Yeah. Of well, course I mean, I'll let you know. Tell me you... offline so I'll know it's right, going. Right, 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 right. You yeah. get a full report. Yeah, I, I, like I want to know in advance because then I want to do text messages to seven. How to go? How to go? How to go? How to go? And now go. when I have that Monday morning conversation with my wife, I'll yes. say this game's kind of important. <laughs> We're doing an experiment here, hon. <laughs> We're doing. And she'll say, I told you the Duke and your Duke and Duke. Much different type of experiment, of course. Uh, you don't get the reference, but you'll trust me on that. <laughs> uh, all right, why is this guy calling? Let's see where this is going on real quick. I've have to. i I've got to close the gap here on a major uh, familial issue that came out here on the air. Uh, you're on the radio, buddy. Is that all right? Yeah, what's up? Uh, word is that uh, you're using social media to attack your father. What's going on with that? Uh, I don't think I was attacking you. I think I was just standing my ground in a longstanding argument here at the station. You're not related to Andrew Marchand, are you? <laughs> I just want to make sure. All right, good. What's, uh, what's the issue now? Well, I feel like you're, you're well aware of the issue, seeing as you called me. But I just I have a problem with you switching over to the flat side now after you were so against it. Yeah. What was it that about, about a year ago? I, because I, I've had a, uh, a lifestyle uh, transition, son. And uh, for 40 years, I've been a drumstick guy. And now I've seen the error of my ways, and I'm now a flat guy. That's right. The only thing I'm mad about is I feel like I was the ambassador of Team Flats, and you didn't come to me first and announce your, your transition over to our right. side. Oh. I just said it on the air, and I have to have some random guy tweet at me that you now joined the side when you could have reached out to me formally, and I would have accepted you into the Flats membership. Wow, that's a community. very good take there. That's a good point. I think there's a chance, though, as I experiment now as a member of the Flat team that I might be kind of in a non-binary position until I firmly commit myself to the flat lifestyle. I think that's fair. I think we'll be with you on your journey to decide, but at the end of the day, wings are wings. It's just a preference. That is not true at all. That couldn't be further from the truth. Wings are not just wings. Are their wings a sacred thing to you? Yes. Matter of fact, they are. Since I started eating them at the Beachmont Tavern... 40 years before you were born <laughs> and enjoyed, I'm old enough to have enjoyed 10 cent wing night. That's right. And a $5 pitcher of beer. Uh, so I will go through this on my own time, my own process. And I promise I'll keep you in the loop moving forward. Is that okay? Uh, that is great. That's what perfect. I like to hear. Well, you enjoy uh, school. Hopefully you're learning something today and not using chat GPT to get all the answers. And I will talk to you on my way home. Okay. Sounds good. Love, Love it. Bye-bye. All right. There you go. <laughs> Yeah, they're making kids now sign waivers in schools that they will not use uh, artificial intelligence uh, on their tests, on their uh, assignments, and that it is considered not plagiarism but cheating. Did you see, and I, I apologize to bring this up, there was a member of Congress who made the first ever AI-automated speech on the House floor the other day. Re on purpose acknowledging it? Yes. They, or like he got no, caught. No, 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 no. On purpose. It was got it. basically they're thinking of opening up some kind of joint group between the U.S. government and the Israeli government on funding AI and improving yeah. AI. I forget the exact details. And yeah. so to show the power of AI, he had the AI make a speech. True story. Yeah, I love it, but it's dangerous. Of course it is. Uh, but yeah, so all the kids now, like uh, in public uh, high schools and uh, even private universities, they're telling the kids, we're very well aware of it. We know you're all experimenting with it. And we're uh, now going to focus on it. How? 
Well, like, for example, yeah, I'm making this up. Uh, write a two-page report on Harry Truman's decision to uh, uh, drop be, the nuclear bombs. Drop the nuclear bombs, yes. right? Uh, the atomic bombs, right? Right? And you go there. I'm assuming if you ask that, you know, the chat GPT, if you ask the question, I ask the question, we're going to get the same answer. It's easy to come back to. I would imagine that. That's easy because here's... Here, I'm not well, advising like, anyone how to cheat. Go into Microsoft Word, do a word search, and change words. I, well, guess I would so, change. Yeah. yeah, I got the idea. I got the facts. I'm just going to change how it's written. Yeah. So you're still working technically, but you're not researching I, anything. Right. I guess the issue is they're making you sign uh, documents now saying, I will not use it for assignment. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, it's crazy, though, right? Back in, I, I've used it. It's redonkulous. Yeah, it's crazy. Back in my day, we would insert the Encarta 95 into the CD-ROM and look up stuff that way. Back in my day, <laughs> you would hope that your parents had enough buddy, money to buy the Encyclopedia Britannica <laughs> when the guy came by the house. Because if your mom and dad could only afford A through, I don't know, FR, and you had a report <laughs> on something involving Iceland, you were screwed. Yes. <laughs> Do you think more people listening relate to your comment or my comment? Uh, is it Saturday or Sunday? <laughs> yes. Uh, if it was Saturday, you win. I win by far. But I think more people probably know in Carter, which I, I've heard of but never used. Oh, yeah. CD-ROM, stick it right in, look up what you Which, for for its day, was awesome and really cool. Yeah. It's fascinating. It's kind of like how the way we look at AI now. Yeah. Imagine what it's going to be 20 years from now. The craziest thing is that you can't relate, nor should you, to a guy coming to your house... And saying, uh, for $50, I'll give you A and B, right? Uh, Encyclopedia, which was a book about six inches thick and heavier than you right. could hold in first grade. And that's how you did, like, book reports. Yes. And that's how you learned things. Yes. And then you wouldn't get B to BR for another month. And only I, if your parents could afford it. I can't relate to that. What I do remember early on was having those books. Like, them being there. And looking things up in an encyclopedia. Like, I do remember that. But I don't remember the sales and the fact that I only have a couple of letters. Like, I don't remember the process of getting the books. By the way, it's completely unrelated, but yeah. it's an observation. We never brought this up because I didn't think it was news. Yesterday or two days ago, Jeff McNeil was pictured at City Field. And Jeff McNeil went to a Ranger game. And everybody jumped to conclusions must be a contract. Ah. Come on, just because he's at City Fields, saying hello. Right. Meanwhile, here we are 48 hours later. It was true. Like, anyone who jumped to that conclusion three days ago, you were right. He was at City Field negotiating a contract. He was at Madison Square Garden where no facial recognition could get by the squirrel. He was there for a reason. He's getting a contract extension. There you go. Uh, were people uh, intimating that when they saw pictures of him? Yes. They were. I never brought it up because I'm like, what does that mean? You know, right. being at City Maybe Field. Maybe he's in town uh, for the game, wants to say, I like, you know, the executive office staff. Yeah, like, I didn't think it was news. And I'm, I'm glad it is because it's great that he signed this extension today, which everyone has the same reaction. Why only $50 million over four years? And the simple Seems answer like he, is. How old is he? he? That's the thing. He's in his 30s, early 30s. I think it's a part of it. The way they're throwing money around these days, you figure he's going to get 16 here's the a thing. year, right? Here's why. It's a simple answer may not be fair. He's not a power hitter. And power hitters get paid. Home runs sell. And that. so Jeff McNeil, despite winning a batting title, despite having a great season, the market for a player like that can play any position, all that, is not that high. And that's crazy to me. But it's the way baseball is. So, you know. Not complaining about it. I don't feel necessarily bad for Jeff. He's making tons of money, but the contract that Pete Alonso is going to ask for and will eventually get, yes, different planet.
Oh, it's going to be the most expensive uh, contract given out. Or well, maybe not. Does he beat Lindor's contract? No. If, if he has 120 RBIs and 55 home runs. No. Not close? No. Really? So, what pisses me off, despite Boomer thinking I care about this, is that I watched Pete Alonso play baseball last year. He had a really good season. There were 51 guys in Major League Baseball with a better war. And so while I disagree with that stat, it is used a lot of times to pay people. So as good as Pete is, and I think he's great, there are stats that say, yeah, he's all right. Yeah, he's all right. He's good. He's this. He's that. So no, he will not get that kind of money. And that sucks. He's soon to get, like, generational wealth money. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. you're not going to cry for him. He's making $14 million this year. Great, well-deserved. And uh, next time around, he's going to get buku bucks as long as he stays healthy yep. and has the kind of year you expect him to have. And you, uh, there's no reason not to expect him to have it because he's very consistent thus far in his career. Here's uh, Freddie in Hackensack. Freddie, what do you got, kiddo? What's up, fellas? Listen, I'm probably the only Nick fan that will side with James Dolan on what he has done in the last couple of years. Um, I know he's trying to build a winner here with the Knicks. I mean, everyone was craving a star and and we got Carmelo Anthony, and when it didn't work out, you know, everyone pointed their fingers at him. So he's done everything right. When when Phil Jackson came in, you know, we wanted that, and it didn't work out. So he's trying to do his best, and I give him that credit. And one more thing, I, I was at a Nick game one year um, when LeBron James came to town, and sorry, that's my son. That's okay. And James Dolan walks by, you know, uh, halftime to go into the back or wherever to wherever he was going. And I made my way down to where he was, and I yelled out, hey, you got to fire Phil Jackson. I was swarmed by all the security guards in that section, and they were like, you, come here. And he actually looked up and said, no, no, he's good. He's fine. And I was like, oh, like he's literally saved me. Yeah, but hold on, Freddie, Freddie. The problem I have with this story is that, yeah, you screamed about Phil Jackson, not him. Would the result have been different if you said sell the team? Well, I mean, I'm sure he's heard it a million times. He just doesn't want. He's getting tired of hearing it. It's like, would you want somebody to come in your house and say, "Hey, you sell your come house"? Come on, come on, come like on. No, 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 no. I don't buy that. I sorry, that's not oh. the same. Owning a sports team well, that loses is not the same as someone coming into my house saying, "Sell your house." You're a well, bad just, neighbor. I, I, you don't I, cut I, I, your I grass well. Ev, real quick, I yeah. think he knows he's trying to do everything he can, and to constantly hear that is like, dude, I'm trying to do what I can to build a winner. Why do you guys keep bothering me with this? Come That's on. what I mean. All right, I, Freddie, I, I respect you, man. I disagree. With you. <laughs> I don't want to tell you. Like, oh, he's tired of hearing it. You know, Jeff Wilpon was tired of hearing spend more money. Was that like we we couldn't say that? He's also, tired of hearing it, so stop saying it. He also did debunk the notion that came out six, uh, seven months ago that he was having active conversations to sell yeah. the Garden, the Knicks, and the Rangers. That was out there, right? And I didn't realize that uh, it's kind of like in a family trust. Right. So it's it ain't going anywhere. Like the Dolans are not going anywhere. Apparently, I, th- like, that I imagine if you know the the Saudi government came up and said, "Sure, well, you know, here's uh, you know forty billion dollars." Maybe you rethink it. Like you know, you have a price. But that doesn't stop us from telling Woody Johnson to sell the team. He's not looking to sell it necessarily. So right. that attitude doesn't change just because it's not realistic. Would you want the Saudis to own the Jets? Ideally, no. Would you? How like would you voice that? Like how how would I wonder how would we as New Yorkers handle? Because everyone's got a hot take about you know live golf and the golfers taking all the money they took. 
uh, or Saudi possibly be involved in WWE. I criticize it, but I, at the end of the day, here's the problem. And if I'm a hypocrite, totally fine. Call me that. WWE is a great comparison because, you know, I love wrestling. Right. The Royal Rumble Saturday night. Cody Rhodes better not win. Got that off my chest. We're good. By the way, I'm with you on that. If Cody Rhodes wins, I mean, I just don't know what I'm going to do. Stop. I don't want to see this. So, Craig, you agree Sami Zayn should win 100%. Well, I don't yeah. want Cody Rhodes winning. Yeah, not Cody. You want Sami Zayn. You're with us. I mean, what happened to... Uh, no, Kevin Owens know, is fighting for the title. The guy what about the tribal chief? Well, he's, that's, he's the champion. He's not going to be in the Rumble unless oh, there's some the weird... the champion doesn't participate in the Rumble, of course. Well, so. Brock did a couple I, years ago, but that was different. I think uh, Cody Reigns should be uh, the winner. Excuse me? No, that's... Reigns Supreme you should win it. You know who I'd like to see win the Rumble? What's the guy's name? Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns. No, the other guy... Cody that, Rhodes. No, no. Roman Reigns is fighting the guy no. that always wears the t-shirt. No, Kevin Owens. I don't want Cody Rhodes to win because I want Sami Zayn. That guy to win. You yeah. know, the you honorary know, oose. You know Wasn't who? Sami Zayn just in a tag team the other day? Yeah. Yes. That was the match. Kevin Nash, the Giant. Yeah, Kevin, Kevin Owens. Yeah. <laughs> you know who should win the Royal Rumble? Yeah. He should take a little break. Grace us with his presence rock. and let the most electrifying man. The Rock. The Rock. Yeah. We need Rock versus Roman. Yeah. Anyhow, if the Saudi government bought the WWE, it's not ideal. I don't want it to happen. Yeah. I but... voice my displeasure, but I will still watch wrestling. Right, you like Am it. I going to protest it? So what if uh, Hal Steinbrenner sold the Yankees to the Saudi government? Same thing. I or think people to would... uh, pick a Middle Eastern country, you know, the, uh, the uh, wealth fund of... Yo, Abu Dhabi, whatever. Well, Craig, the, the Brooklyn Nets, you may have forgot this, were owned, was owned by a, a Russian, Russian oligarch. oligarch. Yeah. And my attitude was, go win. Yeah, good point. Because here's the truth about every owner in this town not named the Maras. We're going to outlast you. We've either come before you or we may be here after you. Right. For the most part. It's not 100%, but uh, we're fans. We're fans no matter who owns the team, no matter what we think about said owner and the things they're involved in. Right. And that doesn't mean I endorse the things they're involved in. I I know and I've read about the accusations against Joe Psy and the company he owns and what he's involved with. It's disgusting. doesn't make me agree with that. Right. But at the end of the day, as sports fans, we're rooting for the team, not the owner. I wonder, let me ask you, do you think if the Saudi Wealth Fund, I'm using them because we know that they have been accused of trying to greenwash uh, their reputation for having a horrendous record for basic human rights. And that's why they buy these things, Bob. Yes, I mean, they own part of Ticketmaster. Yeah. All right, for just so you, if you guys didn't know that they do, um, if they made if a if a if a major league baseball owner, I'm just going to use the the Yankees because they're here, not for any other reason. If the Yankees had an agreement to sell the Yankees yeah. to the uh, sovereign wealth fund of Saudi Arabia for whatever amount of money, do you think other major league baseball owners would approve that sale? Because they do have to approve it, right? Yeah, I don't think they would want to approve it, but I think a part of the reason why they'd be scared is what's happening with the Mets. I don't think they would want billionaires hiring somebody and saying, okay, here's an $800 million budget per year, go make magic. So I think they're... They would say more for that than because of who they are. Yeah, I think the money and how it would impact the sport would scare them more. If they could have a redo, they wouldn't have approved Steve Cohen, if they could have a redo. Uh, It'd be very interesting, right? I can't prove that, but... No, but there might be a vote or two that maybe that vote or two would change it. So I think the issues with the Saudi government basically running a baseball team wouldn't be noble issues. It wouldn't be human rights violations and the way they're trying to whitewash their reputation. wouldn't be that. It would be, oh my God, they could have a... 
Right. And so knowing what I'm saying and believing me to be true that, hey, the Saudi government buys the Yankees and your payroll in a season could be a billion dollars, do you want them owning the Yankees, fellas? Big Mac, do you want the Saudi government to own the Yankees with an unlimited uh, payroll? Legitimately unlimited. You want Otani? We'll give him a billion dollars, no problem. Billion dollars a year. We're good. Ideally not. But. 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 (laughs) (laughs) I think that was the line, right, Evan? Ideally not. Like, everyone can talk smack until they're yeah. faced with, it's, you course, mean, I'm literally going to put an all-star team out there every game, we're, every year. Dude, we're tested by this all the time with minor things. Steve Cohen, not the same as the Saudi government, obviously, right. but got in trouble many years ago, yes, right? Yep. Do Mets fans give a rat's ass? No, of course not. Okay. No. Now, we're timesing that by 50, by by a million with some of the accusations that we know right. happen with right. that government, so it's obviously not the same. Don't kill me for it here, but... You get what I'm saying. 100%. We want to see our we, team There'd win. be a big stink about it, and then you'd settle into the reality, hey, wait a minute, these guys owning the team or having their bank uh, account behind the team is good for me as a fan. Right, plus they wouldn't be front and center. They, no, would, they would hire, hire a well-respected baseball man. Yeah, they'd give Brian Cashman a 50-year contract right. extension. No, right, right. And say... I mean, didn't they already do that? <laughs> Go spend $800 billion a year. Have fun. He essentially is the only guy in the history of the organization... To actually get a lifetime deal, essentially. There's not another employee. Maybe there's a a janitor, secretary, a non-baseball person. I suppose that's possible. You know, a a field crew guy who's been there forever, like a security guard in the basement. Yeah. He's the only baseball person that has essentially had, for his adult life, a lifetime deal. No, what's crazy is, so the other day on Rico Bronia, I promised the audience. What channel is that on? That's on TV, You can download it on the Odyssey app or wherever you download podcasts. Nice. I promised to find a a rant from this radio station that uh, holds a special place in my heart. Christopher Russo, when he was here, had a very funny R.A. Dickey rant long before he was a man. Okay? Minor thing, not a big deal. So I asked Dove, can you find me that show that day? I know the day. There you go. (laughs) I want to find the entire rant and play parts of it. So I find the show. Doe finds the show. I ended up listening to the entire show. Okay. It's sort of fascinating. 2008? Yeah. It was funny as the Yankees are in the midst of a losing streak to hear, Dog, when's enough of Cashman? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, Here we are. 15 years later. He's still cooking. One championship. That's right. One World Series appearance. Still here. Still here. Lifetime deal. He's the only guy. Crazy. Lifetime deal. You listened to the whole show. I skipped around a lot, but yeah, I enjoyed it. I did. With commercials or no? No, the commercials. Well, yeah, I they skipped them the com- out. No, no, the commercials were there. Yeah. And I ended up skipping around. Did you get was- nostalgia when the beef shake, uh, beefsteak Charlie's commercials came on or the Nobody Beats the Wiz and PC Richard commercials came on? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> a little bit. Especially when Dog is talking about his two year old making mistakes. I'm thinking to myself, that two-year-old is going to college now. Yeah, he hosted a show on the fan. <laughs> Here's uh, Andy in Rockland County. Uh, quickly, Andy, how are you? I'm great, Craig. Listen, 10-cent wings, $5 pitchers at Maggie's and Fagan's, man. Those are the days. My man, Pots and Pans, little Syracuse love. I got you. There you go. Hey, listen, there is a small precinct at the, at the stadium. It definitely has uh, has some cells, just so you know. So uh, it's the still there. I, and you know yep. what? I've never heard that before. I was aware of it in Philly. Obviously, we mocked them for it. Probably not because they had holding cells. The Philly mocking is because they actually had a municipal court in there, 
and a judge, a famous judge there, Seamus something, I forget his name, uh, who actually presided over these civil cases uh, during Eagles games. Right. I don't think they do that but at the Yankee Phillies, Stadium. But the Phillies, or in Philadelphia, they were using a court because someone was throwing batteries at Yankee Stadium. It was a mean sign. A little bit different. Right. Uh, Andy, appreciate yeah. it, buddy. Anything else you got on that real quick or no? Yeah, just real Yeah, real quick. Listen, we were at the Triple G fight a couple of years ago, so yep. right across from Dolan. And some guy in the back row was giving him a hard time, really giving him the business. Yep. I watched the security guard lean over, and next thing you know, some big guy, but I don't know if it was Larry, but they took this guy and his buddy and tossed him out of the garden because he was yelling, sell the team, sell the team. So yeah, so, so I think, uh, and I appreciate you sharing that story, it comes down to the semantics of what he was trying to say to us. You know, if you're now uh, negatively impacting another fan's experience or you're, you're just obnoxious and won't stop, yeah. I've got my limits on you that. You know it when you see it. You and do. what's very difficult about stories or Dolan himself saying it is we don't know how it went. We weren't there. How it's said. You know, I've seen people act unruly at games, and I say to my wife usually, that guy's got to go. And it's obvious sometimes. And then there are times where we're like, eh, it's just, you know, just give an opinion. It's being yeah. loud. It's being excitable. So it's one of those things where I think you, when you see it, you know it. Yeah, I, I did think it was interesting that he is not um, – he is not uh, above getting rid of Luigi's ice. I think that was that's what I took. Yeah, that analogy today. didn't work. <laughs> didn't work I thought it all. made a lot of sense. <laughs> oh. My point was the same, and I don't know if he agrees with me. <laughs> it's your fault if there's no alcohol right. there, according to the court of public opinion. Correct. Whether yes. even if they take the I think license away, here's the problem. What you should have said was popcorn. Oh, that would have been the better you example. Take the product nobody buys. Well, if was, you had said. The popcorn at the Garden is legendary. It's the greatest popcorn my partner has ever had, and most people agree. If you said there's no popcorn tonight because of some other reason, you're the bad guy. Yeah, but I was thinking you about You picked it. an item you like and no one else likes. I was thinking about a product that you threatened me that you would have banned from the Garden yeah, very because of your relationship. So I was like, great, I'm going to use this publicly to make sure Luigi's going nowhere. And guess what? Yeah. It's going nowhere. Me and my new friend, Brett. Yeah. Luigi's on me. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.